Hey everyone, welcome back to the Smarter Business Force podcast. This is episode eight, where we're going to cover how to manage employees. Now, these are five tips on how to manage employees, so we're not going to be covering everything you should know, but these are five really good tips on how you should or how you can manage your employees. Not necessarily how you should, but just some great tips that we're going to talk about. And uh, then we're going to do um, our tech record of the day. For those of you who are new to this podcast or maybe are listening on Anchor. So if you are not listening on Anchor, you can go to anchor.fm slash SBF. And then from there, you can favorite my channel. And also you can applaud during... The, while listening, you can also leave a call in, and uh, I'd love to hear from you through that platform. Now, a new way to get up with me is going to be through Discord, and I've decided this is brand new, so th this is just the way that I've decided to no longer start or no longer tell you guys to go through facebook.com slash smarterbusinessforce to message me, but instead... I want you guys to go on Discord. I want you to get a Discord username. So go to discord.gg, create a user account, and then add James space. That is not a word, just a literal space. So James space Tribbit, T-R-I-B-B as in boy, I-T-T. So James space Tribbit hashtag 0477. That is my uh, Discord name. You can add me there. And then from there, we can get connected. So the reason that I've decided this is the best way is so that I can add you as a friend. And then I can also invite you to the Discord server that way. So just a great quick way to message me on there. We can talk, chat back and forth, have a phone call, whatever it is that whatever way you want to connect with me, we can do it through Discord. So that's what I'm doing now. So tip number one for today is learn your weakness. That's right. In order to manage employees well, you need to know what your weaknesses is. Weaknesses are. <laughs> and this is a common mistake for business owners and for managers who don't know what their weaknesses are. Therefore, they have no idea how their employees could help them best. And they don't realize that there are positions that they could be hiring for that or giving tasks to employees, which we'll talk about that later, but they don't realize that there's positions they could be hiring for because they don't know what their weaknesses are. For instance, I'm terrible at organizing paperwork. And it seems like no matter what you do, you can't get away from paperwork, like physical paper, no matter what you do. And uh, so you always have to organize and file. Uh, and there's always, you know, taxes that have to be done and things like that. So um, you have to know what your weaknesses are so that you can hire people to specifically cover those weaknesses. Uh, as an example, you might be terrible at scheduling things. Well, then you need to hire somebody uh, 
that can come into your office, answer phone calls, and schedule for you. Schedule your appointments, and then you have to get really good at just looking at the calendar and then doing whatever it tells you to do. So if it tells you to make a phone call, you make a phone call. If it tells you to be a specific place, you be a specific place, but you gotta work with that employee to really figure out how you wanna make that flow. And that's an example of how you can hire somebody to fill in a weakness for you. And this is where I think uh, employment, like uh, hiring employees really comes from, is from uh, business people realizing they need somebody else to do a specific task because they're not the best person to do it. So again, make sure you learn your weaknesses. That is tip number one. Tip number two is to know your strengths. Okay, so uh, I know this might seem obvious that you might need to know your weaknesses, so you also need to know what your strengths are. But I challenge you to really think about this hard, and I want you to think about both of these. Get a piece of paper out, and I want you to first start by writing down your strengths because strengths can actually be harder to write down than weaknesses. Many people don't realize what their strengths are and it does take a lot of practice. I actually have to think about this daily and have to really uh, be conscious of this so that I can keep track of over time what my strengths are. And then in the long run, it'll help you figure out what your weaknesses are. So how does this apply to managing employees, though? Well, if you know where your strengths are, you know what things you can be doing uh, that your employees, that you might be able to do better than your employees, and you also will know what things you do best at. So you, there might be things that you do much, much better than your employees. So it's really easy to say, hey, these are my weaknesses and give employees tasks to do and then say to yourself, well, great, what am I good for then? Well, you need to really know what your strengths are, your major strengths that you're better at than anybody else because those are the things that you should be concentrating on. And there are some things in business that are not necessarily your strengths, but are what you need to be doing in the business. They're important. You're, they're, you're the only person who can do those things. So therefore, they should be the things that you're focusing on as well. And that's kind of a bonus tip within this tip, but you need to know what your strengths are. That way, like I said, you can... Focus on the things that not just what you need to give to your employees, but what you need to keep from your employees. Not really keep from them. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. But basically, your employees don't need to be focusing on those things. And you can take that off their, their plate because you're just excellent at doing those. So tip number three is know your employees' strengths and weaknesses. So we're back to the strength and weakness thing, except this time for your employees. And uh, this is something, yes, again, it's it's obvious. Okay, I need to know the strengths and weaknesses of my employees, but I would challenge any business person to, on the spot, it doesn't count if you're listening to this podcast and you got time to think about this. It doesn't count. 
But if I walk into any business and I point to a random employee and then I say, I want you to list that person's best strengths. And then I say, I want you to list that person's greatest weaknesses. And then if I go to that employee and I ask them the same question, 99% of the time, either the manager or the owner is going to make up something on the spot because he doesn't know, or he's going to be wrong, or they're not going to match what the employee uh, knows as his strengths and weaknesses. Now, this is not okay, and you might say, well, maybe the, the manager knows them better than themselves. Well, then what their strengths and weaknesses should be communicated in a very constructive way. It is your job as a manager and as a owner of a company to help your employees, to mentor them in a way and help them know um, what their strengths and weaknesses are, and then to utilize them in what their strengths and weaknesses are. So if you notice that an employee is really good at graphics design, but you have them there as a secretary, and yes, I'm stealing this from the office. <laughs> um, if you watch that show, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. But moving on, you want to make sure you approach that person and say, hey, I would really like to figure out a way to, you know, bring you in on what you're talented on. And then also, the second important part to that is paying them what they're worth when you're making them do something extra. You need to hire that or pay them a graphics design rate. All right, if you guys have listened to this show before, you know that that is the sound to trigger the tech wreck of the day. All right, today's tech wreck is uh, something that I use literally every single day to track my time. And so I work, the, the reason I picked this particular thing, and I'm gonna announce it here in a second, is because I work for an employer who I track my own time with, and then I submit them on a weekly basis, but they have no punch in, punch out way. Now I've tried some other time tracking apps, but there was nothing that allowed me to export my times at the end of the day or and email them to my employer. So the, the reason that I use this one in particular is because it really breaks it down. It allows you to stop and start. It allows you to create. I was also working as a consultant um, doing you know web design and, and social media management for a couple different companies at one point before this person kind of uh, took me on as full time. But I had like three different places I was working for at once and I was keeping my own times for each one as a contractor. So this was just the best tool ever for keeping track very accurately of my time and also being able to export a, uh, you know, a file. Now, some of you might be trying to guess what it is, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. That is Top Tracker. Now, before you go and try to find this app on your phone, it is, that, as far as I know, I haven't looked recently, but I don't think they have an app yet 
but their web, like the, you use it through the web browser on your phone, and it works phenomenally. So it's called Top Tracker. It's actually at, let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, it's actually at uh, toptool.com. So that is T-O-P-T-A-L.com, toptool.com. And um, you can, so you can find that at toptool.com and that is top tracker so i think they need to like work on actually getting toptracker.com or something but i tried several different time tracking apps uh and i didn't originally want to use top tracker because it was web-based and but i said you know what i'm gonna give it a try see how it works and it works great now they recently made some changes to the way you can, I think they're just kind of tweaking things a lot lately. And uh, I noticed when recently, and this is in 2018 in February, I tried to edit my time for the day. Cause that was another thing you could do is if you messed up your time or you forgot the clock out, you can change your time really easily. Where some of those like lock you in, where it only tracks the time you literally hit punch in, punch out, which has its purpose. But uh, I was managing, managing my own time, so I needed that control over everything. And uh, so it's been a great app. Again, that's Top Tracker. And uh, the website there was toptoll, T-O-P-T-A-L dot com. Also, if you guys would like to sponsor a, te a tech wreck, then uh, make sure that you send me an email, smarterbusinessforce.com, or sorry, smarterbusinessforce at gmail.com. You can send me there, and I will be sure to give you a plug at the beginning of the tech rec that you sponsor. You can do it for a week. You can do it for a quarter. You can do it for a day. I don't care, um, but I'm just putting this out there that my tech recs will be up for sponsorship, and uh, you can just contact contact me again at smarterbusinessforce at gmail.com. All right, continue on to the next segment. Thank you guys for listening. And this has been your Tech Rec for the day. All right, so we're back. And I actually didn't finish uh, what I was saying I was having an issue with on Top Tracker. And... Uh, so it's web-based, and I think they're, I was saying that I thought they were tweaking it a bit, and that I would try to change one of my times, and they've changed the way it works, and it's really hard to select what the time was, where before they just kind of popped up a clock, and then you just touch the clock. I like that a lot better. But moving on, tip number four for today on five tips to hiring, or sorry, not hiring, to managing employees, and uh, tip number four is delegate properly. So here we go to the delegation part. Once you have figured out your strengths, your weaknesses, know your employees' strengths and weaknesses so that you can place them properly, then you're ready to delegate properly. And you really have to know how to do this. This is, I think, a task that a lot of uh, owners, business owners, and managers 
don't really know how to do. And when you don't know how to delegate, you get to become what's called a micromanager. And a person who micromanages probably doesn't do it on purpose. They just don't know how to delegate properly. Because when you delegate to somebody, you know very well. See, here's, here's what happens. When you know your weaknesses really well, and when you know your strengths really well, and then you also know your employees' strengths and weaknesses really well, like I mean really well, then when you delegate, you get to be hands-off. It means you don't have to micromanage. Why? Because you have, you have absolute trust in your employees' abilities and skill to do the job properly because you know what their strengths and weaknesses are really well. You know what they're good at. You know uh, what they're not good at. So if your employee's not good at managing paperwork and answering phone calls, don't make them a secretary. But that doesn't mean that if they're hired for a secretary and you also know that they're great at graphic design, that you have to fire them. Just move them over to your marketing department and get them in graphic design and hire somebody else that's really good at answering phones and following paperwork. So delegate. That's tip number four. Tip number five is always be willing to put the employee's strengths and weaknesses before the job description. So I mentioned this at the end of tip number four, and so we're going right into tip number five. You gotta know um, how to move your employees around your business. Just because you hired your uh, technician to fix computers and manage tickets doesn't mean that if he's terrible at that for some reason, but he's really good at managing Facebook and at, uh, you know, maybe he's really good at also doing some graphic design on the side. Well, then you should learn as much as you can about your employees and know what their strengths and weaknesses are. Ask, get personal with them. Ask them, what do you enjoy doing on the weekends? What do you enjoy studying? When you look up educational YouTube videos, what is it that you're researching? Is it, if you look up how-tos, this is a great question to ask your employees. If you were, or if you do look up how-tos, what do you normally look up how-tos to do. And sometimes you'll find some employees. And the reason I bring up graphic design a lot is because I'm one of those guys that is pretty good, pretty decent at graphic design. That is that is what I look up. And I might be better at graphic design than I am at answering phone calls and filing paperwork. In fact, I know I am. And I make a pretty good social media manager. So uh, you may have an employee who is an excellent social media manager right under your nose that you can train, that you can put through some courses to help them be the best social media manager you could ever have. And you would never know it until you get to know what your employees' uh, strengths and weaknesses are and putting them before their job description. So that takes us back to the tip. You got to know, you got to be willing to move them around even if it's not their job. Just talk to them. Ask them what they would like to do. Tell them that you have their best interests in mind and you want to help them perform well. All right, so that was the five tips to managing employees that I have given you today. Again, these are not 
the absolute five tips to managing employees to be the best manager in the world. No, but this is some very helpful stuff. So with, with this, these tips here, you will begin uh, to really see how you can become a better manager. And that's really what I'm about, but I'm also about making sure that you guys put these into practice. So I'm gonna give you a few challenges for this week that I want you to go and do. I want you to, uh, first off, I want you to set up a time. So if you're a manager and you manage a specific department, I want you to set up a time to interview, that's right, you're gonna interview employees that you already have. And I want you to take your team one by one. I want you to sit them in a room as if it's an interview, and I want you to just have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with them. I want you to get real. I don't want you to be scripted or ask them specific questions that you wrote down ahead of time. I mean, yeah, you're gonna write down some, but I want you to make sure that those questions that you write down are real, are things like, so Josh, tell me what you do in your spare time. And then if he's like, well, I like to go out to parties with my friends and play video games. You say, what else? What really drives you during the day? What else do you like to do for fun? Then really hear him out. And you'll find out that maybe Josh really does just play video games all day. Maybe that's all he does. But you may also find out more about him, more detailed stuff. And if you're hiring good employees, I'll tell you what. If you're hiring good employees, you'll know because those employees will have aspirations beyond their job. And uh, those are the kind of employees that you want. You want employees that have aspirations beyond what they're doing in the nine to five, um, that have goals and, and you know, objectives. And I, I tell you what, they're most likely you don't have a secretary that uh, her, aspir her aspiration in life is to answer phones all day. That's not her end-all be-all. So truly, like for instance, one of the things that employers always ask in an interview is five years from now, where do you see yourself at? I hate this question. I hate it because they're never sincere. What they really want to know is, is in five years, where are you going to be with our company? That's really what they want to know. But I would love it if I could sit down with an employer and be like, you know what? I really don't see myself as a bank teller. I would love to be a social media manager, a community coordinator, uh, running my own business and building a community where I can bring business people together and uh, in a way that is real and authentic. And I would just love it if you could sit down in front of an employer and say that. So you need to create these questions in a way where you communicate to your employees like, hey, listen, we're being real here. I really want to know who you are, what you like to do, and what your strengths and weaknesses are. What do you think you are? You might have to do this more than once. You might have to do this a couple times with each of your employees to really figure them out. And then if you're a manager, go to your boss and let them know what you're doing and what you're trying to figure out so that you can better place and better task your employees uh, to work more efficiently and be overall just better employees altogether. So that would be the challenge for today and the goal that I have for you. All right, so 
We are a minute away from ending this podcast, and I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to this. Also, uh, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, now if you want to reach me, go to discord.gg and sign up. And then I want you to add James space Tribbit, T-R-I-B-B-I-T-T, hashtag 0477 as a friend on Discord. And then I want you to message me or, or first, I guess, I don't know how it works yet. I don't have any friends. You guys, so become my friend. If you're listening to this in, in February 2018, I don't have any friends yet. So get on it. I need to hear from you. But thank you guys. You can go to smarterbusinessforce.com or go to facebook.com slash smarterbusinessforce and you can find me there. So thank you guys for listening. Peace out. See you in the next segment. Thank you.